0: Everybody, Welcome to the Unofficial Elder Scrolls Podcast. I am your host, as always, Pylon, and we have a couple new faces and voices for everybody tonight. Uh, a few of our normal members were not available tonight, and then we thought, you know what, let's dig into the guild and see what the Guild has to offer to talk about, because we're going to talk about Greymore spoilers a little bit later. Uh, Just as a warning, we won't talk about the spoilers until after the news and our scholarly pursuits and we talk about everything else. So don't worry about spoilers, but if you don't want any spoilers, I'll make sure it's very clear when we're discussing that. And you can take a hike if you really want to, or you can stay and listen because who cares? Spoilers are fun. Uh, But on that note, why don't I start by introducing some of the new folks with us tonight? So why don't I start with Avron? Avron, do you want to let everybody know who you are and what they may have seen you from before?
1: Sure. I'm Avron. Uh, I have been on the USB website for, oh my gosh, way too many years now. I think a decade. Uh, And I've done lots of different things. If you like USB social media, you're welcome. Uh, I was one of the brains behind starting that forever ago. Uh, and right now I am an advisor in the PCNA ESO guild. I played that game for six years. I really love it. It's just my passion right now. I really love Elder Scrolls, so I'm pretty excited to be here to talk about online. Um, there's nothing really exciting about me, though, so that's that.
0: That's not true. <laughs> um, what, oh, so Sorry, what is the role of an advisor?
1: So, advisors and officers are people that help out in the guild, and we do all sorts of various things. Um, We do dungeon help nights, so we teach people the mechanics of dungeons, or we teach them how to do their roles. We lead trials. uh, We just do, like, fun things and help out, you know, where we can. So, basically, if you're in the UESB guild and you have a question, we are the people that will come around and help you. So, we're just, like, the little helpful people.
0: I like, And then for everybody who is not listening, Avron did a march as saying that, so you can just imagine what's happening right now. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very much. I'm a
1: good soldier.
0: I also want to thank you for joining us last minute because it was like sometime this afternoon. We're like, oh, hey, people can't make it. Uh, you guys want to help us out? So thank you for filling in on such short notice. We appreciate it.
1: You're welcome.
2: Hey, and you gave them nine hours the last time you asked me to come on a short notice, <laughs> on, like, one of the three you didn't invite me to, you gave me 30 seconds.
0: It was actually less. I think I had already started, so I think we were at, like, negative three minutes when I asked you to come on.
1: <laughs>
0: that also, was shout
3: out a... to
1: Tatanko. Templars forever.
0: Tatanko's my ex-roommate, and I miss him. Um, the other person we have with us is Sadrethi. Sadrethi, do you want to let us know a little bit
4: about who you are? Sure. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm Sudrathi. I am not. I was more of a user of the USP and hadn't really contributed a whole lot besides like minor um, edits and USP logs. But I am the officer of uh, Dungeon Helplight in the PCNA uh, guild of USP. And like Avron said earlier, we do a lot of things like help uh, newcomers or people who are just kind of okay. dipping their toes into that sort of content to just give them, uh, give them ideas of how to do it and advice, all sorts of stuff if anybody's how, uh, ever
0: watched my Wednesday night streams, you'll recognize their voices from them carrying me through basically every single struggle that I've had in ESO. And I'm like, "Hey, look! I just got told by some random tank that I should uninstall the game and quit because I'm apparently terrible." Then Avron's like, "Oh, I'll just like click this boss, and it'll be done for you. Never mind. Don't stop worrying about it.
2: How, sleep, uh, child, sleep." How uh, long have you uh, been doing
4: that with the guild? Uh, myself, I think I've been an officer for about two years. Four years now I think it was Uh, I joined the guild in the first year of the game but I hadn't really like spoke up much since then and I've just been I think I was promoted around two year mark or so
0: nice that's a lot of fun you've probably done more editing on the wiki than I have so I can't really you don't even have to like be like oh I don't do that much it's like I'm I'm terrible at it so but people who do do a lot of editing on the wiki are people like Alara so how's it going tonight Alara? I like that I just finally shifted away from doing a full introduction of everybody and then we have like brand new people on the show so we're like doing it again but everybody knows Alara Alara's Alara's always been here you were on the first episode right Mm -hmm. yeah so Alara's been here from the beginning just like AKB how's it going AKB
2: hey I'm doing great how are you doing Pylon
0: I'm doing well you know nobody ever asks how Pylon's doing
2: I I do ask I think this is the third time I've asked is it Yeah. I
0: mean, we've had, like, what, like, 60 episodes now, I think? So
2: here's the thing, you just switched over to doing it this way, and you usually ask me at the end, and I go, like, you know what, I'm gonna throw it back to Pylon as, like, a little reversal. Oh, I like it. Sweet.
0: Well, you know what, why don't we talk about some of the things that have happened in the past week? Yeah, we got lots of good notes for tonight. We have a lot of things to talk about. Uh, AKB, do you want to tell us a little bit of what the housekeeping news is for UESP?
2: Uh, We changed ad services again because apparently uh, most of uh, Curse's uh, ad team was let go during COVID because none of them could come to the office. So we're trying someone uh, new, if you have any issues, like you're noticing ads in weird places, you're noticing inappropriate ads, let us know, and we will get those fixed. Uh, there shouldn't be, like, a new number of ads. We like things in our lightweight ad way that we have it right now. Yeah, so hopefully
0: there aren't too many things that you notice noticed differently, and we just want to remind everybody, if you hate ads altogether, uh even the lowest tier on our patreon will remove ads from the site so if you subscribe on patreon you can get rid of ads yes. forever and not have to worry about anymore. it, it
2: is actually forever by the it's way it's literally forever so uh, just if you do it once it's not set up to ever take it away uh it is supposed to only be for the month but as of now it's we have it set up so you're just you're just done with the ads yeah, so... Little life hack for you.
0: Little life hack. So, yeah, hopefully nothing pops up with the new ad partner. So if you see anything, just let us know. Or if anything else breaks that might be related, again, let us know. You can always join the Discord at discord.gg UESP. And just send us a message there, too. Or send a message on the wiki itself. Um, but Alara, do you want to talk a little bit about what we have coming up in ESO news? We got some exciting news today, like just before the stream.
3: So they announced today that um, the Mid-Year Mayhem event will finally come back, like we were uh, predicting.
0: (laughs) If you can't, uh, for those listening, Avron is literally cheering in the background on her screen right now.
3: I am so excited! (laughs) So that starts this Thursday, um, the 25th of June, at 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and it continues until Tuesday, July 7th at the same time. And um, during the event, you can earn up to four event tickets per day by completing two different PvP activities. You can get two tickets for completing any Sierra quest and two for completing any Imperial City District daily quests. And the t- uh, event timer resets at 1 a.m. Eastern time each morning. And it's actually in
0: mid-year. That's yeah, the best part about mid-year mayhem. It's, yeah. not, it's not beginning of year mid-year mayhem. It's actually mid-year.
1: I like that we have it twice a year now, though, so don't jinx it, pilot. I just
0: want them to rename the first one.
1: Give me... Well, it's still technically six... You know, it's still mid-year, technically. It
0: can't always be mid-year, Evron. (laughs)
1: Let me just have my double (laughs) AP, darn it.
0: Yeah, it's fair. That's the only time I ever really set foot in PvP, because I'm one of those people that all the actual PvP (laughs) players hate, and I'm okay with that.
3: Yeah, same here.
1: (laughs) We love you. We just, you know... I'm usually pretty nice to people during Mid-Year Mayhem.
0: but I feel like you're nice to people the majority of the time, as you've carried <laughs> okay. me through dungeons over and over again. It's more the people that are competitive and are very angry that we're there, filling the slots of somebody who could be good, but I, mean, they I think don't mind,
4: They don't mind free AP though, so... I know, yeah, that's don't. what I always thought, like just farm me.
1: Don't run into me in a battleground, because I will destroy you, that's oh, fair, all I yeah. have to say, but uh, you know, you could try. <laughs>
3: i think mid-year mayhem is probably the best time for me to get in because there's a lot of other people who are just not experienced with <laughs> pvp yeah so I, in I, somewhat even
0: i wish they would bring back the grouping for battlegrounds but i understand why they haven't like it would be nice to go in as a group of four and just like plow through as many of them as you can but for balance and that. blah 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 um other note with this is that you can earn a new legion outfit style pages and the old legion zero style outfit style pages is that the actual name for them i haven't double checked but yeah, close,
3: second right. legion and legion
0: zero yeah Legion Zero, so no first legion okay cool way to skip that one um so you can get those from the bosses in imperial city uh including those found in the city itself and the sewers uh drop style pages are tradable with other players which is good for me because i probably won't ever see one of those drop mm-hmm. um as well the other loot that you'll get is the plenials mid-year mid-year boon boxes, not boom boxes. We aren't standing outside anybody's window playing music right now. It's boon boxes. Um, Inside those, you can get uh, emblems, which you can combine to make a standard bearer's license, or with a standard bearer's license, sorry. Combine 10 standard bearer's emblems with a standard bearer's license, which sounds like a Dr. Seuss rhyme right now, as I'm saying it. Um... To create a room box with the standard bearer emotes. Please don't make me repeat that.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It basically, it has you hold up a flag with your uh, alliance's uh, banner, basically. Yeah, that it's was their the last color. time, too. Yeah.
1: It was. They, they dropped the ball with not having the actual alliance emblems on them. So it's literally just the same banner, just in different colors. But. I do like being able to wave the beautiful Dominion yellow flag in people's faces, so I'll take what I can get.
0: <laughs> I like it. Um, Beartron was wondering if they were still the recolored Legion Zero emotes or if they've been made. so it doesn't sound like they have been. Too bad, womp womp, but still, we'll take what we can get. Um, beyond that, you'll be able to buy the second Legion Arms style pages for crowns. And The Hinterlands, which is the EP, Sands of Alkir, D.C., and, oh, someone pronounced it for me so I don't forget. Ifray. Okay, okay, I was, was going to say Ifray, like that, that doesn't, doesn't sound, sound right. right. Uh, uh, Ifray and Everyleaf music boxes, uh, music boxes. Um, and, and the uh, uh, Arena, Arena Gladiator, Gladiator horse, horse mount will all will be available for crown purchases during the event. event. <clears> so that's so exciting. There's, there's some nice scenes. I love the music boxes. We were talking about that on my...
4: Who was, Who was it? it? Somebody tra- oh, it was lost in, lost, lost, traveled to my house for the, for the first time in,
0: in um, well, well, on, on Wednesday, Wednesday night, and he heard the, the I, think, I think, it think it was for Blood, Blood and Glory, glory uh, music, uh, music box, box playing. And, and he's like, it sounds like Christmas in your house. house.
1: Music boxes, music boxes are my, are my favorite furnishing additions, additions, additions to the game. game. I have, I have oh, some, so of them. Some, some of them. I have more than one of, one but, but they are so good. And, and the, the elsewhere, elsewhere box with the, with yeah. the yeah. dancing among, among the flowers. flowers vine. Vine. Yeah, it's so that beautiful. Like yeah. I want it in real life.
0: <laughs> I know. I was thinking that. I'm like, if they put those in like the gear store. Like, if you're listening, put a.
1: Oh, put it in the oh. store.
0: I want a full music box soundtrack. I'm gonna send someone an email after this.
3: Casually <laughs> tweeting Zos. Hey, by the way. By
0: the way, music box soundtrack.
3: Yeah, there's a music box in the antiquities. Um, got three different parts. So it's and so it's a Dominion one. And it's, 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 it's of, course of course it's, course it's Dominion. dominion. Yeah, that
4: third piece. piece.
1: I've, only I've only made two. two. <laughs> one more. more. One more, more to make.
0: Yeah. Other than that, we have free okay Okay. so they're they're giving giving away a pet and i'm only
4: i only only half understand what they're they're trying to do do with it it. so So the the way you can can get get this pet pet, which is is the the infernium dwarven Dwarven spiderling
0: is if you (coughs) opt into marketing (coughs) emails and verify your email address but But my my question was how do you not verify your email address because i said said, like like, if you you can log into the website website, you're you're good. good
3: Um, I, I, I suspect maybe
1: that maybe, maybe that's just time to
3: go over the people that are all no,
1: going, no, to let the me opt in and then opt out.
3: Um, maybe. I don't, they have no, some free really play, play late weekend,
4: weekend, so I don't know I don't if that, know that might something have something, to do with, something, with something to do with it. I wonder, I wonder if, if console actually, actually that's, that would, would not, not have, have to actually. actually do you have to sign up for an account and log into the website on console? I don't know. Dear console players, send me a message and tell me how this works. I don't actually know. Because I, I wonder if it would it be tied to your Xbox Live or if, if you had, had
0: to make a specific, specific account, account on the website. You don't, you don't need, need a specific, specific account on the website. website. Okay, okay website. so that is what it's, what it's for then.
2: then. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. okay. We've, We've solved, solved it. it. The mystery, the mystery is, is over. over.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically what you have to do um, to be able to get this pet is uh, log into your account on the website and go to the marketing preferences in your account options, and there's a checkbox there. So I don't remember what date it is that you have to do it by. Um, I can probably double check the um, article here. July 9th? Until the end of June. I think it was July 9th
0: or July 1st. One of those two. July 1st. Okay. July 1st. Okay. So Canada Day. So while you're all busy celebrating Canada Day with me, you can make sure that you have signed in for the marketing emails because the pet looks awesome. It's on fire. It gets a dwarven spider with fire.
3: No, you're going to also have to re- manually redeem the code. They're going to send it to you in email and you have to go into your account, select or You have to go um actually into the in-game crown store and select redeem.
0: Oh, is that?
3: Oh, oh, that's I thought that's only for EU.
0: Or is it just for EU for cuz I know for EU they had to they sent them a verification link that they had to go through. Okay. But I don't know. It's read enough the article. Let's let's double read it.
3: Uh,
0: Yeah, we will email a code for the Infernium Dwarven Spider Pet during the month of July, so keep an eye on your inbox. Once you have received it, you can redeem your code by navigating to the in-game crown store and selecting redeem code from there. You can also log into your account, which you will be able to do because you've verified your email address, and select uh, redeem code under account summary. So it should be pretty simple, and I think I'm wondering if they're try, trying this method because for other kind of like opt-in giveaway things that they've done because there's so many problems all the time that pop up when they do like the Twitch streams and say like, everybody's watching this Twitch stream, we'll get a pet. And then all you see for like weeks afterwards, we're like, yeah, I never got it. So maybe that's what they're trying to do here. But that's good. Um, other news. Have you guys seen the new Nightfall crown crates?
1: Yeah, they're scary. They're
0: terrifying. (laughs) I was... Go ahead.
1: No, it's just... That's the one crate where I look at the apex mounds, and I'm like, you know what? I'm okay not having those. Like, they can stay in a corner far away from
3: me. I do like the emotes that are available in it, though. There's a new dance, uh, Falkreath Frolic, I think it's called. Yes. Play Tiny Violin is awesome. And there's kind of a cool... um, a one where you kind of make a star.
1: Starburst. Ah, Cosmic Starverse. That's literally what it's called. It's so Amazing. fantastic. It's like
4: Starwipe and we're out. I love that Ponder Map one too where your character's like, is this map even right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the emotes are always it's really
4: Not around cool. Winterhold. Oof. <laughs> it's
2: funny because it's true. Oh, and the
1: hair, the hair is fantastic. Please more hairs if you're out there Zoss, like just give me more hairstyles. This yes. one is really good.
0: There's more hairstyles than usual in the crown crates on this one too, isn't there? When I was looking There's through. just
1: the one. I think it's the sea braids from like the sea giant style. I thought I saw um, a second one, maybe
0: I'm just looking wrong.
1: And they look good on almost everyone. Almost everyone.
0: Um, but yeah, the spider is just terrifying. The spider <laughs> pet. I I saw it I was like I'm not normally, like, a skittish person, but I didn't feel good looking at that. Like, I was just like, oh, it's not Halloween. It's
4: like, lunging at you, too. Yeah, it's going to get me.
0: Um, I do really like the, what was the polymorph? What's it called, the name of it? Uh, a Curse of Death. That one looks so cool. I'm really excited to get that, so I won't because we all know my luck with crown crates uh but it'll be exciting to see other people like akb open it as soon as he starts trying did you just buy crown crates akb
2: that might be why i just did
0: oh amazing well let's talk about uh binging with babesh so i've never watched binging with babesh or babesh i actually don't know how to
2: pronounce it does anybody here he he stole that from me i'm just saying
0: what is it
2: Uh, Benching from Babish I don't know who wrote it down but he uh, created uh, Sweet Rolls because uh, uh, Bethesda sponsored with him it's a nice video Uh, it's just was silly because like uh, last year for uh, UESB's anniversary I uh, did something very similar uh, especially with the giant Sweet Roll it was just a interesting to see uh i actually enjoy binging with babish
3: yeah i like that giant sweet roll buddy
2: that's so fun I yeah. was better were they made from the cookbook itself or
0: is it his own kind of he like...
2: tried uh the cookbook recipe and he said it was competent uh, but he, he wanted to redo one. it nice
0: yeah so here i'll post the link to that in chat if you guys want to check it out and remember you can always check the show notes after the show if you want to see that as well so there we go posted, and we're good to go uh there is also a home decorating contest happening uh as mentioned last week this will run until july 3rd at 11 59 p.m edt figure out your own time zones with that i, I can't try anymore We just i keep failing so hard and Baratron didn't put the GMT in there for me, so I'm, I'm just completely lost. <laughs>
3: five hour difference, I think.
0: I think it's five hours right now, but I never know. Oh, I got a mount. You got a mount.
3: Did you? The curse bound
0: horse. <sighs> I love this. I love this, this makes me super happy. But I got three mounts in my last pack of like 15, so I'm okay with it. I I've, I feel like I've got the odds back up. Um, So the way you enter, is to, you upload a screenshot for one of the two categories, either a home fit for a vampire or a Nord homestead. Um, And then there'll be one grand prize winner and two runners up in each category. Prizes include a Greymore Digital Collector's Edition, crowns, a music box of your choice, and the grand prize winner will also get a house of their choice with additional furnishings. Uh, So Drethi and Avron, are either of you guys entering?
1: Uh,
0: Maybe. Maybe. You're thinking about it?
1: i love housing decorations i've actually won first place in two uesb housing contests really I'm to brag um so but that. i have a friend that made a beautiful pipe organ in their vampire house and they submitted that and i just don't think i can top that so i might have to bow out of this one.
0: <laughs> you never know though it depends on what the judges want to see what about you so
4: I'm one of those guys who buys a ton of furnishings and is too lazy to actually place them in their house. Hey, welcome to the club. Yep, I spend all my money on furnishings and never use them.
0: Or what I've done is um, I've got them all, and then I was like, I'm just going to dump them in the center of my house for later so I have room for them again. And they've been there ever since I did that.
4: Yep, that's about right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, one day I'll pay somebody to actually go in and decorate my house. I like that we have... Okay, Avron, I will send you to... I mean, we have my um, Vandalism House, which is the CIGIC, uh Order one that has all of my special furnishings in it, just dumped, and then I let people go in and just go to town on it, but...
1: Sure, I'll send you my one million gold bill, you know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: awesome. Uh, but I think that's it, unless anybody else knows of anything else for ESO news. Um, and since <coughs> Loss isn't here, I'm going to ask Alara to be our new legends correspondents you hear that lost you're cut you're cut from the show
3: so the event that we missed this last weekend <laughs> the, so they, yeah this is a running joke on the show if you, if you guys haven't seen it um basically they announce the event after we do the show and it's done by the time the next episode rolls, rolls around so we never actually get to talk about it before it, comes. it
0: always finishes like monday morning at like 10 a.m and it's just like
3: yeah and they don't announce it until like thursday yeah so, it's like, so, yeah, this is what we missed. So, this this retro gauntlet it allowed only sets up to 2017. So, that it was Heroes of Skyrim, Fall of the Dark Brotherhood, and Return to Clockwork City. No tricolor decks.
0: No tricolor. I don't know what I would do with that. That's like everything I've been playing was, yeah, everything's tricolor now. It's like, why not?
4: Love me some Telvanni. Love me some, uh, what is there? Trudorin. Tribunal. Yeah, tribunal. Just give me my tribunal, tribunal deck, temple. and I'm happy. Tribunal control. Oh man.
0: Gosh. You know what I really want is actual tribunal statues. I would pay a decent chunk of change for like the three tribunal statues behind me here.
4: Which is your favorite? <sighs> you gotta choose.
0: Oh, Sadrathi. So um.
4: They're very vain. You have to choose one.
0: <laughs> I know. Okay. I would probably save Vivek solely because of the amount of interaction I've had with him. Fair. But I don't think he's the most interesting.
4: Clockwork City did a really good job. Clockwork City Office was so City.
0: good, and yeah, ah, oh, he's so amazing. And even like the Clockwork in Legends, since we are talking about Legends, like, yeah, it mm-hmm. was so well done. I think he's very interesting. But I also don't think we'd be friends.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be friends with an introverted guy that basically built a city to hide from people? Weird. No, I think, no, I think he, would he would just, just think like
0: I'm stupid. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> <You> just <laughs> be like, like you're, you're not good, good enough. enough. Like it try. takes like, someone <laughs> who's like the, the vestige to uh, actually get, get in there, there so, so.
4: Yeah, I really, yeah, like I the really like the corporate legend story. Legends story. I, 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 my character well, my is, on an iron, sort of a pen and paper, pen and paper we do that we base off that's based on the, the scroll. My, my character actually, character's kind of kind of based of the story off the Legends story off the legend version of that. Of that. Yeah. So I like, I like it a lot. I miss the Legends, is regularly updated. Now that it's in maintenance mode.
3: Yeah, but we do so. have some actual Legends news. It's now available on Chromebook.
4: Surprising
2: everyone,
3: I. I, it's not that, because they,
0: they can just port the binary right over to yeah you. yeah it's all, so.
2: It was all
3: their, um, like, Fallout or 2 was available in something else, I think. So it wasn't just Legends, but
2: it, it, it is raises, Legends. It, is Legend it raises days. the question, though, is Legends still, does Legends still have a chance of coming back? It's
0: true. If they were willing to put that little amount of effort into it, that might mean there's a chance
3: for more. They're still
4: in the weekly events. I think they still release monthly cards, don't they? Mm-hmm. They do?
0: So, I don't know. I think there's a. I think there's a chance. But
1: I don't know, but my Legends mug is in maintenance mode, right? What you guys said earlier, so...
0: Your maintenance... But it's just because it's my also starting mode. to fail. You said the, the heat changing yeah, doesn't work anymore. It
1: kind of, like, bled through, but, you know... <laughs> Maintenance mode mug, that's what we're gonna call it now.
0: Oh, we just actually breaking news from Alaro. Uh, Sparky Pants has completely been removed from the game, so they can't develop anything anymore. Sad face. Oh really? I didn't know that. <laughs> Interesting. No, I didn't either. But now we now we know a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> well that's kind of sad. I don't wanna to... Yeah. <laughs> so AKV, there goes your answer to that question.
2: Maybe they're going to maybe they're hire someone else. Maybe it's going internal. I was going to say, there is a
0: possibility it would just move internal. And maybe their Montreal studio would have their hand at it.
2: We don't know. It's we don't know anything. Amazing yeah. that it's amazing that this is not like, oh, we know what's happening to Legends yet. Like, six months or so after we said, yeah, it's gone to a maintenance mode. It's still, yeah, we don't know. It, it still has a vague chance.
0: It still does. I think there is still a chance. I hope
3: it comes back. Yeah.
4: Legend started off pretty. Its first year was kind of rough too, so it was always kind of a question of if it's going to keep going or not.
2: It, that was definitely true. Uh, we've talked about it far too many times, but I, I kind of like to do uh, a story, or I, I think it'd probably be most appropriate for a wiki article just explaining the development life of legends yeah. because it's so peculiar what we yeah. do know yeah, yeah it, it was, was so
3: impressive how they the entire studio just rebuilt it from scratch and it's kind of sad that all that works
2: it, it's surprising that was a thing that had to happen
3: yeah yeah
0: yeah that's kind of kind of crazy. it would be an interesting like deep dive look into it maybe a video actually that might be a good video to kind of go into the whole timeline we'll talk more about that later Um, It's actually kind of funny, too, because another thing today, Mixer, got announced that it's being canceled. So if you don't know, the competitor to Twitch, Mixer, was a Microsoft-run streaming platform. And they just announced today that it's gone. It's over. Which was crazy after they just spent oodles and oodles of money getting Ninja and uh, Shroud on that platform. So feel sorry for all the ESO fam streamers that are on Mixer. So hopefully they find a, a new place to call home and build up their audiences again. So good luck everybody out there on that one but um other than that i think we have a little bit of call to arms news you were i think alara saw something
3: Mm -hmm. so on the um on their facebook page modific posted a teaser of um figures of janessa uh and a khajiit warrior and those are going to be coming in the one of the expansions in, i believe august they said
0: Nice. I can't wait to see the expansions. Everything I've seen from Call to Arms so far has been awesome. So I'm excited to see where they keep going, and I really want to see what happens if they do branch outside of Skyrim.
3: Yeah, they plan to.
0: Maybe that's how I'll get my Tribunal with just, like, mini figures, and then hire uh, Sir Fire to paint them for me.
3: Yeah, I hope they do, uh, like, the Alliance War, so I can get Dominion yeah. figures. Oh, that'd
0: be cool, too. Okay, I'm in for all of this. Uh, yeah, and then I think the only last little bit of news we have before we move on to thank some of the folks uh, is that if you want to buy any of the Elder Scrolls games, there is a big sale on Steam right now. Uh, I don't know if anywhere else, but if you want to get Skyrim, I think Morrowind, Oblivion, and ESO are all on sale on Steam right now. So check it out. I'll post the link yeah. in the chat here.
3: Yeah, yeah 60% off. Yeah. You bundle and save even more.
0: Yeah. Says the train that just went by. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that. Uh, Okay, well, why don't I pop over and I'm going to thank some of you fine folks for helping us out. See, what you guys didn't realize is that was just the thank you train coming into the station for me to thank everybody that's been supporting us. Um, I want to start off by thanking our latest patron, Kirby Bridges. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. And a reminder, as we said at the top of the show, you can always find ways to support us if you have the means and have the want to do so at patreon.com UESP. Um, I didn't have any more thank yous at the beginning of this show, but now I want to thank X, as I shouted out, who was my roommate at PAX East and one of my favorite human beings. Uh, As well as, I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, Thorea Solaris, who also just subscribed moments before. So thank you so much for subscribing. Really appreciate it. It helps us keep the lights on and keep... Making sure that we can bring the podcast to you week after week, as long as my internet doesn't fail, and I have massive technical problems. Uh, But yeah, thank you for all of that, and reminder, if you don't want to support us financially, or can't, even if you want to, another way that you can help out is leaving a five-star review on iTunes, or the best thing you can ever do is just go on the wiki, make an account, and start editing. Start cleaning up some pages. We love it when you guys do that. It just makes everything better. We're The wiki is everything, so we wouldn't be here without the wiki, so if you guys can edit, maybe just put in little bits of notes, just a little bit of time, it helps out more than you can even imagine. Uh, But now I think it's probably a good time to talk about what we've been up to for the past week. Hold on, Sidrethi. We haven't got out of the video yet. Sidrethi oh. is waiting for that. It's no problem at all. Uh, yeah, so the Scholarly Pursuit sections where we talk about the different things that we've been up to for the week. And we wanted to talk first with Sidrethi and Avron, since they have, what, an, an infinite amount of time, six years of Scholarly Pursuits to catch up on, or two years to catch up on. So tell us everything. So I'll start with you, Sidrethi. Tell me literally everything you've been up to since the last time you were on the podcast.
4: Well, that's quite a mighty, mighty tall order. I'm
0: kidding. What have you been up to recently, though?
4: Uh, I mean, this past week we've done quite a few things with the guild. Um, We've done a few dungeon help nights on Wednesdays, as we mentioned. We uh, got a lot of new faces, or a few returning faces, who've been uh, vastly improving ever since they've joined, and we've been happy to take them through a lot of stuff.
0: I'm not Um, one of those people.
4: I mean, if you want to join us back again, or join back with (laughs) us again... (laughs) <laughs> um, the but uh there's also uh we had a really nice trial run actually we uh did a we both did that sunspire on saturday and that actually went pretty well the nice. beginning was a little messy but we got through it um and then on sunday uh, avron do you want to take over that one
1: Sunday, we did our training trials, and that's where we take, we try to take new people through trials for the first time or just on a repeat time on normal, just so they can get familiar with mechanics. And uh, Tom of Hyrule, one of our friends in the guild, actually wanted to do Ma of Lorcaj, which, for those of us that are familiar <laughs> with trials, we know that that is one of the most mechanics heavy trials in the entire <laughs> game. Like, there are things in there that, if you don't do it right, it will just murder you. But we actually were able to get through all of it really well. Um, some new people came, like AKB came to our trial on Sunday. Yay. And we That's had a, a really good time. We got to teach people some of the mechanics. And um, we made it through the twins fight on the first try, which for some newcomers was very impressive. So congratulations to everybody that got a clear for the first time. You did great.
0: Sorry, I got distracted because AKB is petting Pickle. And we can now <laughs> right. pet the dog. Which is probably the biggest news for others.
2: There's an animation for it, but it's not working. Oh, that's too It bad.
1: doesn't work on that stage of the quest, that's why. Every time oh. you encounter pick- pickles afterwards, you can pet the dog. And it's so exciting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry to cut you off there, Avron. Continue, what else has been going on there?
1: Uh, I found all of the instruments for the Bard's College. Oh, that's fun. I haven't started that quest yet. I found them all, and some of them were a lot easier to find than I thought. I want to give a shout out to whoever put the, uh, what is the the word drum of Ramon on a jumping obstacle that I thought I needed a horse and all these fancy things to do, and I'm trying like an idiot, and I just had to climb up the side, so... <laughs> uh, there was actually someone there watching me and I think they knew like they knew Mm -hmm. that if I just went up the side I would have been fine but they were just like yeah go ahead dude like jump on your horse across the mushrooms and that was not the intended route
2: I have to say of like all the uh, museum quest lines in ESO I made it halfway through uh, the bard instruments without even trying it's the only one like that the rest I have maybe like three pieces at most
1: yeah, you do find these ones really organically, which I thought was nice. Yeah. Uh, only a couple I really had to like sit and, you know, I tried to read the poem and then halfway through I kind of give up and turn on the map filter, because I use <laughs> uh, map pins, best add-on ever. But uh, that's the latest thing I did. I've I've completed Graymore, so I am Yay. now officially out of things to do until the next installment of the story, so and I'm a little sad. I'm
0: sorry, could we just like clarify this, because we were talking about this before. When she says completed Graymore," when I say I completed Graymore," I mean I've completed the main quest. When you say you've completed Graymore,
1: I have done... Uh, so I found, except for doing Master Angler, because I don't quite hate myself that much, <laughs> um, I have completed... I did the trial, I did all of the zone quests, I did the delves, the public dungeons, and the main story. So I am officially... Done with Greymore. I am actually sad. At Altaria, I technically have two out of three hard modes on Vetkainzi. Just so I'll go back for that. So you last have
0: one last hard mode to do, and then you've basically one hundred percented Greymore. Y- yeah, and actually, just ESO much. in general, right? You were saying that.
1: I have a couple achievements that you know I still have forever to do. Like Sudrathi makes fun of me on my main character. I will not steal. So I will never get those achievements because I'm just a good boy, but um, I do all the win. other things. You
4: still <laughs> Shh.
1: We won't tell them about that part, but um, <laughs> I don't know. And I'm right now I'm just trying to find like my last antiquities, I think, to Tonka when I are going to go into Cyrodiil and try to hunt down some of the PvP ones. And, you know, and I'm just drifting in the wind until the next story.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Oh, man. Okay, so the one thing that Stadia has actually been great for... Is being able to go on my tablet and do antiquities. It's so nice just to be able to be like in my like on my couch and just be like, I'm gonna go find some antiquities and just do that and relax. And it's so, oh, I love it so much. So antiquity is all I want to do now. And I've, I it took me so long to complete the main quest because I was like, I should do this, or I could scry something for a moment and then run around and find it and then be like, oh well, I got a new lead. I guess I have to do it again. So. Well, that's fun. Is there anything else other than just like completing the game a hundred percent that you've been up to there?
1: Not, not really. <laughs> I did. I mean, you know, I I actually booted up Skyrim Special Edition for the first really? time ever like a week ago. So I guess that's something.
0: <laughs> but what what caused I don't know what, to do. what brought you to that?
1: I think I was just nostalgic. I was just like, "Hey, it's been a while. Like, let me, you know." And everyone on Steam kind of got Special Edition for free, and I yeah. was like, "Well, what's the big deal? Let me see what's so special about it." <laughs> so I wanted to go see. I didn't make it very far, but uh, yeah, I'm. I like I said, I'm. I'm just not super exciting. That's just kind of what I do. I just I, sorry, drift. completing
0: everything in the game is not that exciting. It's like I'm never gonna get to. Anywhere near that kind of level, so I think that's pretty. Wicked exciting.
1: shifty uh, in chat actually makes a good point. I do do art, so summer is my art time, so I'm easing into that. Uh, but oh,
0: what do you bad. what do you do? Like drawing, uh, I, painting.
1: I do a little bit of everything. I've been practicing digital art for the last two years, so I have made. Um, I like to do character art, so nice. other people's characters or illustrating a lot of my Elder Scrolls characters, actually. Um, If you were around the ESO Twitter for the Jester's Festival, you probably saw my art because every year I draw my character in a crown on the stick horse, and every year they retweet it.
0: (laughs) Amazing. I love it. I'll have to go check those out. I don't think I saw those, but Twitter, Twitter is crazy. I never see the stuff I want to see on Twitter.
1: Twitter's crazy.
0: Yeah. I never see the things I want to see on Twitter. I only see the things I don't want to see. Um, as, was there anything else you wanted to talk about Sidrethi before we move on?
4: Uh, not Really, I'm just doing the same things antiquities. I'm kind of addicted to those as well. Oh, I'm trying so to get good. all the all the stupidly rare ones that I will never get on the at the moment that I want them. So. Yeah,
0: I haven't got even close to doing some of the rare ones or like the multi-step ones yet. I'm still trying to level up. This whole yeah, this whole not having free time thing is super
3: annoying. Yeah, the wolf one was going to take a while to get all 17 pieces.
0: Yeah, the wolf one will take it. a while,
3: but it should. Like,
0: I'm okay with that. I'm not complaining that I'm-
4: that they're long I, and slow to do, but... I would recommend getting that Wild Hunt ring, though. That oh, ring is I know. so good. Yeah, that's probably the first one I'm going to go for as soon as I- as What
0: does it, it
4: do? It gives you it just makes a- you go fast. fast. Yeah. Yeah, Very yeah cool. it's, so based, fast.
0: it's like, uh, Boots of Blinding Speed, essentially
4: about the blinding
0: <laughs> it basically is you're going so fast you don't know what's going on um awesome well how about you alara what have you been up to
3: um i also been a Graymore main quest and um just been doing more of the um different like zone quests and finish all the zone bosses for the first time so yeah mostly you've been watching that
0: yeah, I really, have, as for myself, basically the same thing. I wanted to push through Graymoor. Um, I've had like no ESO or gaming time the past few weeks. so I've just been exhausted from life. Um, so I've pushed through. I completed the main quest in Graymoor. Um Yeah, and then as I told everybody on Wednesday, Scorm let me down and didn't tell me that everybody was muted. So we did a stream with uh, doing some dungeon runs with myself, uh, Kiz, AKB, and Lost. On Friday night, actually, it was not Wednesday night. Uh, but nobody heard any of them for most of the show because until Avron pointed out that, "Hey, nobody, nobody could hear you guys." Uh, um, here's what made it weirder was, was people talking. responded to things I said. That was so weird, and it must have just been my like innate repeat what people are saying to like so that in case they didn't hear it doing that but people were like responding to the conversations that we were having in chat so the only thing i saw was like a joke somebody made saying like or it it might have been scorm saying like nope i can't hear them or something
2: yeah uh, which i thought was a joke (laughs) i said it first and then pylon repeated it so we thought it was a joke yeah but apparently, no one heard it
0: one of these days i will learn how to use a computer and it will be great
2: there's that day will never come for any of us. I'm afraid to say. It will never Computers come. Computers no. are monsters, and they will keep changing the rules.
0: Yeah, I've, Avron just sent me her art, and I am going to post it now so everybody can see it because it looks fantastic and I love it. It's so funny. Oh, not supposed to do that. Yeah, out, too bad. Now <laughs> everyone can find your art. Oh, it's so good though, especially because it's got princess. Oh, I love it.
1: Princess is the best part of last year's Jester's Fest, or this year's. Time flies.
0: Yeah, this year's. Yeah. Been weird. <laughs> this has been the longest decade of my life, but. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: is so true.
0: Yeah. Uh, AKB, what have you been up to?
2: Uh, I've been doing a lot more streaming than I normally do. Uh, well, we had a bit of a drop off. I'm getting back to the point where we kind of were before that but i'm enjoying it a lot more i would say uh, i've also been playing a lot more of ESO which i'm actually enjoying i've gained 50 uh champion points like this last week nice it's uh but, like this is uh i have some right now but i burned through all of my uh uh enlightenment uh e- exp from the starting 5 million over the course of a week. It'll come so back, it's, though. It, it, it slowly comes back, yeah. Uh, I was here on Monday for that podcast, of course. I was there with you on Wednesday. No, you nope. weren't here on Wednesday. No, nope, I was, was me and Baratron. Yeah. And Tatanko and uh, Wicked Shifty. Yeah, we streamed for you. Yeah,
0: because my children decided
2: I didn't need to sleep any longer. Yeah. So I was up all night long. Yeah, we had a great time. Uh, then I, we came back on Friday. Uh, we managed to talk you into streaming on Friday somehow. It's it was true, magical. It was really and fun. Then except for no I one heard us. But, <laughs> but then Lost uh, managed to stay with us on Saturday, and we had great fun anyway without you. Aww. So
3: that's you kind can of pet like pickle like, now. You can pet pickle now. Yeah, it'll. Do do the
2: now. Nope. Still no. You can't pet. You. you
0: probably have to get a bit further on the quest, don't you?
2: I am done with the quest. Oh, uh, by the way, I discovered a bug where they removed... Which removed the petting Pickle. Uh, Pickle is a dog, and yeah, so it was super exciting that you could pet uh, Pickle. Because... There was a bit of an outcry because of uh, the very popular uh, Can You Pet the Dog Twitter account pointing out can't pet an ESL. So they added that in. Uh, One of the animators actually spent personal time on this, but it's bugged now. It's not an option.
3: Oh, it's not? Because I just went a few days ago because I didn't realize that there was an actual separate animation for it, and so this weekend I went and um, found the camp again, and we pet him.
2: Well, I tried multiple times. There was multiple prompts that said Pet Pickle. Uh, there's supposed to be an animation with it. Didn't show the animation once. And then you guys told me, like, oh, we'll just finish the quest. You can pet Pickle <laughs> once it's over and you'll get the animation. Doesn't work. Everything's a lie. Don't believe. Don't believe anything.
0: Everything's a lie. We're going to make sure we can pet Pickle. I'm going to go and do that after the podcast here.
2: We, I, I should actually report that. Uh, report that. But beyond that, uh, on after Saturday, I uh, went on a trial. Uh, I think this was my second trial ever. The first one I did was with uh, Craglorn, I believe. The uh, warrior one. I don't Something know like that. Helra Citadel. Oh, yeah. that's Citadel. It. That's it uh i've done that one before uh, this was my second one but the first one where i really had any kind of idea what was going on consciously it uh, one It's pretty fun overall uh i i kind of uh i do like how much work uh our guild puts into educating people on how to do them uh
0: yeah actually shout out to Avrod and Sudrethi too, when I did mine. Like, you guys are great teachers at uh, trials and yeah. dungeon mechanics and everything.
4: Thank you.
0: You guys um, do very well. I actually feel like I know what to do in, like, Cloud Rest now. And that um, I could even tell other people, I'm like, oh, I know that you're supposed to do this. Which is actually pretty uh, impressive.
2: Maun. Uh, is it Maun? M a, M-A, Maun. How's it pronounced? Maun. Maun. Uh, Maun also did a great job. Uh, Tom of Hyrule. I knew that was supposed to be, like, new for him, but. I think he did a great job as tanking from what I saw. Yeah, he's it was. Good. It was just a fun evening uh, overall for me.
0: Yes, it's a good, it's but a yeah, fun uh, one. So, actually, shout out to anybody if you want. Make sure you can check out our guild, the UESP guild, and these fantastic folks will help you learn things.
2: It's a great. They spend an amazing amount of time doing this. Oh. Uh, I also have almost one hundred percent completed uh Western Skyrim. This is the closest I have gotten close. for any zone. Just a few sky shards, one more delve, and three more map markers, and I'm done.
0: Very good, congratulations. Well, that
2: that's it for me, pylon.
0: Well, I don't think I've skipped Alara this time. So, no, you didn't. yeah, good job, me. Pat on the back for <laughs> not being a terrible host. Um, so, I would like to reiterate for everybody: the next portion of the show is where we're going to talk about spoilers. So, if you do not want to be spoiled, if you do not want any anything that might not be present in the marketing materials or things like that to be known to you. I would suggest tuning off now. Otherwise, I'm sure all of you are going to stay because you want to know what we think about the Moor story. So we're going to go talk about that now. (laughs) So most of us here have completed the Moor story quest. I see Baratron's leaving. It's funny, yeah, Baratron, I would have expected <laughs> to have done it. But Baratron's been busy, which is why it's not with us tonight. So I think Sudrethi also said he's like, stuck on a bug part. So you haven't completely
4: finished it. Well, I've kind of done the initial stages of it, but... Was it the some, mortal, Uh Did you get bugged out on mortal? mortal? Um, not in general. I just, I saw a lot of reports about bugs just generally throughout the whole questline that I kind of want to yeah. wait. I don't want it to ruin my experience of it, pretty much. So yeah. but I, I know uh, I've already heard a lot of what goes on, so I'm not I'm not bothered by spoilers. That's good. Uh
2: I'll address that very quickly. There's they did make this at home. This is the first MMO expansion that I'm aware of that was made at home, so there are a few bugs. There's a lot of broken yeah. animations. Uh there's some NPCs that just don't have dialogue for some parts. It just cuts out. Uh there's a in my experience as mortal uh there's a very easy way to break the quest and not and you have to restart the quest uh there's a handful of things that can go wrong uh most of it's cosmetic some of it will legit will legitimately uh waste your time though it's yeah i read very it in unfortunate one. but they are working on it
0: um avron i just wanted to point out we're talking about graymore and not elsewhere so the Khajiit that you brought with you isn't really on theme, but it's okay. Khajiit
1: They're... has spoilers if you have coins.
0: <laughs> you had
3: your own Khajiit earlier.
0: Yeah, I had my own cat popped in and was like, oh hey, I want to see you and hop up on your leg right now. So we had them both on there. Um, okay, so that's awesome. Yeah, so the as we were talking <clears throat> about, we think this is probably the only only MMO expansion that's ever been released while 100% of the staff is working from <laughs> home. So the fact that there are some bugs isn't really outrageous i'm i understand i'm not mad about it um i ran into one of them on one of the final fights it just you go to kill the boss and then it prompts you with like the synergy prompt to do something and it just never was prompting for me but then i logged out and logged back in and it worked so i'm not too i wasn't too hard done by by that one it was more just a confusion of like the you did it now do this and i was like okay that would that would be fun to do right now, but um, so why don't we get started, and let's just kind of go over the characters from the main story and talk about what we thought about them. Full spoilers, we don't have to hide anything anymore, so first thing, Lyris Titanborn. How did everybody feel, I'll start with Avron about your thoughts, about Lyris being in this expansion, did it or chapter, did it, did it feel good to you, did you like her, did you...
1: You know, it's funny. We were Cedrathi and I and some other people from the guild were talking about this earlier, and I, I like that they've kind of revisited the, the companions. I think that's really great, and it's a good way to continue the base game story. The thing that I struggle with is that to me, Lyris is nice, but that's about it. Like she, she doesn't have anything special about her, and it kind of makes her feel a little bland. So I would agree,
2: Spartanesque.
1: It was like really cool to have her with us, but I wish that there had been a little more character development in some way than we were just being like, oh, I'm here. Like, let's just do some things. Yeah, she's big. That's about all she has, I guess. And then, and then, I like her. She's great, but she's nothing special.
0: I feel like, it, and this might just be what I felt like, but when I, they're going through the story, it felt like they were just trying to do a lot of buildup for whatever she might end up doing the next zone, like the next DLC zone
2: they were trying to reintroduce her yeah uh,
0: like not where and- like um with elsewhere we got all those people and then we didn't like all the new characters and then we basically didn't talk to them again for uh dragon and they introduced sai sahan again i feel like they took lyris at the beginning of this one and they're going to build on her story quite a bit more because the way it ended when we had um i completely that's the skald king the skald king what's his name or why is it completely blanking me
2: yorn yorn Skald king Jorn,
0: yeah so Jorin shows up and i feel like that's going to be another story i love watching Avril just struggle with the cat right now I'm it's so my sorry favorite thing me. ever that's ever happened um S- when that shows up and they're talking i feel like that's going to bring her story out quite a bit more instead of just i really hope they don't drop it off for the next uh zone dlc
1: yeah, I, I think the Greymore ended, and we could talk about that later too. Like, I think it ended with a really great place, and there's a lot of potential for that last little bit of the chapter. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm not anticipating any like big backstory, anything special with Lyris. I do like that she sort of became like almost like a support character and not like in a background kind of way where she was like oh like let me like take you as a character and build you up oh let me do this thing so it's nice to see her again i do wonder where we'll go next because we are out of companions so that will be very interesting to see you know where the future chapters and I'll story arcs back. go
2: on yeah
1: you know i love him the He's ghost of
2: on uh the topic of uh characters something i appreciated was there was fewer uh <laughs> Characters you had to keep track of, yes, like, agreed. I can't name um, most of the characters from elsewhere, even during it. This one I can name everyone important on, and because they can fit on one hand: Zvanna, Lyris, Zvargrim, Fenorian. That's your important characters. That's who you need to keep track of.
0: Yeah, which was nice. It was a good change of pace from elsewhere. Like the things that I probably the uh things I liked least about elsewhere and actually really enjoyed elsewhere. They really improved upon for great more, I would say. Like the zone didn't oh go ahead.
1: No, you can go ahead.
0: The well I was gonna say like I felt in Elsewhere there was a lot of times when I was like the story needs to be over. Like I was like I like why am I running from here to here and doing this little thing? Like I'm like just kind of the pacing wasn't amazing versus Graymore, It was like, boom, 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 boom. You, you got it.
1: Yeah, and that was the one thing I think Graymore did really good too is... And on the one side, to me, it felt a little less adventurous, but on the other hand, it also helped me like funnel along to complete the main story is all the zone quests were directly tied into the main quest. So there was you know, you were always kind of in the loop. It wasn't like, oh, I went to Marthal and I did something completely separate. It was like, no, like it's this directly tied into like Harrowstorms and the Grey Host and the problems that are going on in the hold. So now we have to like, oh, usher it along. And I think that was really, you know, unique and well done because, you know, in comparison, you go to Somerset, you know, you walk into one of the, the towns and you have like, oh, you have this own separate thing and you can kind of like forget about Ikesis and the Cidjix for a while, but you can't yeah. really do that in... Graymore, you're always kind of thinking about that main quest.
2: I had issues with the pacing. Uh, I wrote up a (laughs) short summary of the plot um, in our show notes, which I guess will be visible after the fact. And a ton of stuff happens in like the first quest. Like uh, I looked at it, and I'm going like, you know, uh, the first five paragraphs of this is the first quest. The second to like. Uh, six quests are two. Nothing really happened in the middle of the story. Uh, you, and there's a good reason for that. But when you kind of get hit by a roadblock in the story, which uh, again we're oriented in, to spoilers. Uh, Hiking Svargrim is just screwing everything up on purpose. He's deliberately wasting everyone's time. Uh, with how he's running the kingdom he's deliberately leading into ruin so you're kind of working behind his back you're and it's you have to build up your own allies and that's all the quests are uh you're building up alliance you're figuring out the plot and then you confront uh zargrim and he goes like uh at that point like they uh if you i think if you talk to like the Yarl all of mortal he'll go like yeah he's either uh we're either deposing him or he's helping us now there's yeah. no other way this is ending so uh starkrim goes like well i'm a vampire so i'm out of here <laughs> i know that was a it, little bit of, a silly of a, like scene. Uh,
0: yeah i would say i i didn't mind it it seemed very on brand for like kind of the way vampires are portrayed like i didn't feel like it was like a
2: ooh this is
0: this, I didn't feel like it was poorly done. I was just like, oh, yeah, that makes sense.
3: Yeah, I guess it wasn't you know, the uh, M. Night
0: Shyamalan twist that it could have been. You know.
3: I'd be kind of disappointed that that was spoiled and uh, advance. Vamp- I know. That, is, that was
0: pretty disappointing. I don't know if... So who, if nobody was aware of it, because we didn't report on it, we tried to block it and hide it as much as we could. But what happened was is one of the artists were posting what they had worked on, which is very common for artists to do in games and they wanted to show everybody. But what they didn't realize is that they had the name, the file name visible for the dragon, or not the dragon lord, the vampire lord uh, sculpture that they had made. And it said uh, High King Svargrim, And you're like, oh... So we let ZeniMax know right away, um, and they were
4: like, yeah, we're aware. Was that us?
0: We did, yeah. Well, I did. Um, I did, and I know a few of the other people that I was talking to about, we messaged them, kind of blew up their accounts, being like, hey, hey, take this down, take this down. Uh, But I imagine, so not, I don't think everybody would have seen that. Spoiler, luckily. But a number of people did, especially anybody who's staff at UESP. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Um. I do have to say that uh, as everyone was saying like she wasn't that interested in the Lyris character and I think that's just more of a holdover from the main story uh, for me because to me Lyris was by far the least interesting of the companions uh, I think they're doing her adequately as far as characterization goes like she's less uh, aggressive to your allies now like Abner Tharn there's a lot of hate she threw at him even when he was being purely helpful at that point. But
0: was he ever being purely helpful? Because he was always sarcastic.
2: Sarcasm doesn't mean he's not being helpful, it's just I if you ha- had to deal with uh, Saiza Han and Lyris, I could not imagine you not responding with immense amounts of sarcasm.
0: Well, maybe I would.
2: Who knows? I- but I I hope they do more things with her character because yeah she's like her character is basically very professional uh, warrior lady and she's very adequate at that job but I, I'd like to explore her character now that we've reintroduced her uh, we we're all, we all now remember who she is like uh I want I want to see what they do with the character
0: yeah I think it'll be good um and then. From your favorite house in the game, we've got a member of the Ravenwatch, uh, Fenoria.
2: Ravenwatch, I think all of Ravenwatch is here. Uh, all and the have, remainder of uh, Ravenwatch. Yeah. Even uh, the... What's... Uh, the uh, assistant character was here in a secret way. Uh, if you cancel a quest, and if you uh, cancel on the quests, uh, she'll be the new quest earner. Uh, which... She will, I think that makes her the second uh, com, uh, item assistant that you can actually meet in the game.
0: Interesting. I didn't know that.
2: Uh, I thought Fenorian was a good character. Uh, he He's very clear. He's very scholarly. His vampirism's kind of... We don't really explore his vampirism much until the end. Uh, he's a coward. He doesn't fight at all. Uh, like I I understood his character. I thought he was very adequately executed. His role in the story made sense. He's helping out. He's I hey I am a vampire scholar. I can work against the vampire uh science that they're doing. Yeah,
0: I th- I think he was. I think he's a well done character. He was uh, I I like that they didn't make him too oh, he's just the bookie nerd and he won't be able to actually do anything. Like, they, he he portrays that, but then when it came down to it, he was able to kind of...
2: Yeah. During the fellow battle, uh, for those who don't know, it, it was off camera, but apparently Fenorian kills like a hundred like people. A, yeah, uh, like a
0: host of enemies off camera. Just yeah. like went into like a blackout frenzy and Lyris had to like essentially put him down.
2: Yeah, she said she had to hit him.
0: Yeah, she had to hit him so he blacked out. So I, I like that. I like. I think the way. How about so Drethi? Have you had a chance really to play? How far or did you get?
4: I did the first, three quests. I think it was, but I I'm kind of familiar with Fenorian through the uh, previous uh, yeah um, unhallowed grave and all that and yeah. through the tutorial and um, at at Maun, who we mentioned earlier like he kind of reminds us a little bit of like the Regis character from the Witcher series a little bit yes um hundred percent yeah. Yeah, so he—that's kind of the, the appeal uh, I get from him, where it's like, okay, so he's kind of like uh, the Regis character. I kind of like that. Yeah, I—that
0: it's, it's never clicked until you just said that right now, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's completely accurate.
2: Um, I like think I get the impression he's younger, though. Yeah, he seems like, a lot younger. Like, I, he has a scholarly nature of uh, Regis uh, from the Witcher series, but. He definitely is lacking in the experience, and while he seems to have the abilities, it doesn't seem like he's uh, very skilled with them, so to speak. That sounds about right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think they did a good job with him.
2: Yeah, he he was a fun character. I uh, liked his introduction.
0: Alara, Avron, any final thoughts?
3: Not really. I liked the
0: I know Baratron he's thought he was fantastic. really cute, so.
3: Yeah, he's. A, he is
0: very cute. <laughs>
3: he's a
1: big. He's got a big fan group. He does
0: have a big fan group. He's the hair, it's definitely the hair. Yeah, group.
4: yeah.
1: I like him, and I would disagree with saying that he's a coward. Too, I think he actually shows a lot of strength as the the storyline goes on, and I think he's one of the characters that actually kind of saves it because he starts off as like a like, oh, I'll only do it if I have to, um, but then you get to the part where. Spoilers, he, you know, he basically gets tortured by the Gray yeah. Host, right? And you're kind of like, oh no, this is going to turn into one of those like mopey emo things. But he actually just gets to a part where he says, okay, like you know what, I have to focus. And then he becomes this really strong character, pretty much for the rest of the storyline. So I think he's he's really great. I really like seeing him in Unhallowed Grave because I really love that dungeon and the lore behind the the, uh, so, yeah. the Gray Host. But um I think he was pretty great. In in some ways I think he was really strong and he kind of like kept me interested in the story when sometimes that's just like clicking.
0: Yeah, I I would say like though when do we say cowardly, like it's they they did attempt to make him not I wouldn't say cowardly, but subdued.
1: Inexperienced. Yeah.
0: They made him like try to take a step back, but then it was like he has that kind of like the anti-hero uh mentality. He's like i don't want to do this but i have to so i'll step up and rise to the occasion which i thought was a good one
2: i wouldn't say he's an anti-hero uh no he, I, I, would, I would say, I would say, say he's like, purely heroic uh it's more he was i didn't want to, to do this because i'm not skilled enough to do it if anything
3: yeah
0: i'd like,
2: say he's like, still yeah, he's going like you know you're the real hero uh i, I i'm trusting you and lyris yeah uh, until the end of course where he seems to have fully come into his own yeah
0: which is another thing that i'm like they i feel like in elsewhere they really front-loaded the backstory of the characters that we got so that they would be fleshed out by the time we finished that chapter i feel like graymore did a lot more of a slow growth on character progression so that we're probably going to see a lot more in the upcoming dlcs that's what i'm hoping for at least um except for the next two characters, Savannah and Svargrim. So, spoiler alert, we talked about how Svargrim was the big bad. (laughs) He's not going to be in the next DLCs, I hope. Um, We kind of already talked about him a little bit. I I hope he's in the
2: next DLC. Well, he's dead. You didn't put a stake (laughs) through his heart. That that hasn't stopped a lot of people from coming back. I'm just saying. Uh, If Svargrim comes back and wants to keep being... This incredibly hammy guy, I am all on board.
0: Yeah, I love that the leaders of Sky, of like the two Skyrim zones, are just kind of like ridiculous. <laughs> They're both so over the top, like Juran and and uh, It's like you guys need, but need some someone mellow.
2: Like I thought, uh, Svargrim was going to die mid story from a heart attack from how enraged he was about everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just instantly like, no, you're wrong. It's like, this doesn't throw any red flags up. I won't listen to you in this clearly very rational response that you've said. Get out of here. It's like, yeah, you're the bad guy. Okay, cool.
2: Yeah, uh, that's probably the biggest fault I have with the story is the fact that Vargrim isn't just like, oh, uh, oh he's a uh, spanner in the works no he's absolutely clearly the bad guy behind (laughs) everything like from almost the very beginning you go like oh i I get what's going on here uh he's not even trying to investigate his wife's death yeah he's the villain i get it
0: yeah that's the one thing that actually made it seem a little bit I i wonder if it got changed because of the leak but i didn't feel as bad that that uh story leaked out a little bit because like literally from like my first interaction with that guy I was like oh yeah he's the bad guy like before yeah, I even uh, looked at the name I was like okay yeah we know this is the bad guy that's the only criticism I would have that we didn't get it wasn't as much of a surprise change but maybe my mind was clouded because I had already seen that leak though to be honest I would forgotten about that until like this week
2: so that said uh as a character he's very one note very yeah he's a flat character but he's very well executed uh yep. it's one of those cases where there's nothing else to this character besides pure antagonism pure hatred of everything else that's not him or the acquisition of power but he sure pulled it off uh is that his, a- his uh, voice actor gave it his all the voice he's actor, a
3: character that you love to hate yeah yeah, that's good.
2: Yeah, I give him four to five Fooms. Oh, <laughs> oh my! I think...
0: That's
3: a favorite character. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, four to five Zumaqfooms as far as guy. bad guys go. He,
2: here's the thing, <laughs> Foom terribly executed. Uh, he had no role in that story. He, when he's still interfering with your business, you're actively questioning why he is hasn't just bothered leaving since he had plenty of opportunities to do so. Uh, Zargrim. like uh, I, guess, I guess why I understand why he stayed yeah I understand like we I, understood I his scene,
0: motivation yeah every step of the way
2: yeah uh, I thought some of his stuff was very silly uh, I thought his whole reveal was the most over top uh, silly scene I've seen in uh, ESO possibly but it was a fun scene I liked it yeah I, I'm good with uh over the top if that's what you're going for, you know? And it seemed to be what they were going for.
0: So then the last record. but not
4: oh go ahead. I just was going to say for the record I did not want to hear Zumog Foom's name again because that was one of the worst <laughs> names I <I've, laughs>
1: have ever. Heard. The worst name in the entire series canon. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, he's not doesn't even Nightmares.
2: match orc lore. I hate him. It yeah.
1: doesn't just uh oh, you know, let's just move on. I love no, the fact
2: good. that AKB has
0: two additional supporters for how much hatred he has for Foom Because we just... Foom on the podcast has basically become a running gag because of how much... He's the
2: worst villain. He's the worst villain. Like, just straight up. Zumak... This isn't like... I would be uh, very... I would have a very (coughs) difficult time finding a worst villain in Elder Scrolls. In in many... uh, In most uh, literature, in most fiction it would be hard to undo how bad Zumakfum is. I really don't like him.
0: Next. Yeah, so probably the last um, character that's kind of the main one is Savannah, the princess of solitude, essentially. Um, Avron, how do you feel about Savannah?
1: She's very cliche, but I really like her. I feel like, you know she's probably someone that you know you can really easily identify with she's like i just want to do my own thing and i want to be my own person and maybe that means i get drunk a little too often but i'm a nord so that's cool um <laughs> but i think she kind of like it's
0: 100 percent accurate
1: i mean you know also side note there were no nords getting squished in gray and, like, we need to fix that because that's the running gag of Elder Scrolls Online. It's every time you find a Nord, somehow or another, they just get squished, killed, murdered, taken away. And, like, that doesn't really happen here, so we need to fix that. But
0: um, I mean, other than all, like, like, the, the hero things. fiends that are clearly Nords that...
1: <laughs> they don't count. That's, like, you know, diabolical. Not it's not funny. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I, I think she grows into the the role really well and I think the nice thing about her is that because she's still like so uncertain like she's like well I guess I'm gonna be the yarl I guess I'm gonna be you know the high queen I don't know maybe like I'll figure it out I I think she's really nicely done like she's not she's not too cliche yeah so and I liked her she was really just interesting and I'm the kind of person where I have to talk to all the NPCs between like every major you know, like progression yeah. point. So I always see like all the dialogue and just even like her dialogue in between things. Like, I think she builds really nicely and I feel like it's a natural build. It's not just like a one day she wakes up. She's like, I'm going to be the high queen. yay! She, you know, she's, she's still really uncertain and I yeah. like her. Even towards so, the
0: end. She's like, well, I guess if this is what I have to do right now, I'm going to do it. Like,
2: <laughs> like, even then she's going like, yeah, I can't be a high queen. There's, there's laws. Like she's yeah. st- just straight up going, like, I'm not high queen. There's laws. Uh, and even then, and this is kind of an awkward time for this. Yeah.
0: yeah. I really liked what they did with the the one part of the quest where they ask you what you would do. Cause it wasn't like the ask her, like, are you gonna kill your dad? Are you just gonna do it? Are you gonna kill your dad? She's like, What what would you be able to do this if you were in my position? And then it was just like came back with that like uh, like I think I responded with like, yep, yeah, I'll do it if i had to like if my my dad is trying to destroy the entire province i would i would put him down and she's like i i i'll see if i can do it
3: yeah i said yeah. i don't think i can and she's like oh that surprises me enter her types so, like do it to be done <laughs> or something like that i i was see, going like
2: uh you can't do this it seems like your dad is a bit of a is basically the devil levels of evil i i'm I can't believe you don't have any childhood trauma that you can kind of go to and go like, yeah, I can definitely take him out.
1: Well, and I think that just speaks to the power of family. I chose the I don't know option for that dialogue. And it's nice because she goes, wow, an honest answer. And so like my own. And you're like, oh, like we're human. And, you know, like.
0: But you're not human. You're a Daedra.
1: You know, I think people out there that have crazy parents or bad relationships with parents understand that, like, on some level, even with all the pain and the hurt, like, you're still family, so when you have to make major decisions like that, it's It's very hard hard to just be indifferent.
2: I I thought it was... I did wish there was kind of, like, an option where you got to say, don't worry about that. Me and Lyris (coughs) will kill him. You don't have to kill your own father, because no matter what that's probably going to be some special form of trauma you don't need like we had people here who could handle it
3: yeah i was kind of surprised that they made the assumption that she'd have to as well i was thinking about that
0: yeah uh
2: i i, I thought it was kind of weird that laris were like i'm gonna go hold the line against uh the herod which uh apparently they almost did get overwhelmed as they said so i guess that was a good call but I i was going like why isn't Svanna staying behind while me and Lyris go deal with the main vampire and end this? Uh, then I, I, I was going like, why are we bringing Svanna into this very emotionally charged fight? There, there was no, she's, uh...
1: she's the right person for it. That's why.
0: Yeah. Cause like God. if it's, it's her family, like she needs some closure on that issue. Cause if you're just like, Hey, you stay here. I'm gonna go murder your dad. Cause he's crazy. But don't worry your pretty little head about it. It wouldn't fit with her character. Like,
2: she was a strong, like, she was, like, coming well, into her own. Give her and- us the logical, yeah, don't go kill your dad and then have him do, like, some super attack but and knock, like, you and Lyris down. And then her go in and do the necessary thing, I think. That would have worked better for me. But then she's a strong character who... You didn't really struggle with the decision once it became time. Yeah. She accepted the fact that, yeah, he needs to die. Whatever. Yeah, This is my life.
1: And that, I think that just goes to speak more of, like, Lear, Lyrus, by the way. Not Lyris. Lyrus, We've corrected um, him, like, six
2: times, and he won't stop.
1: Driving me crazy. I just want... You know, through the screen. But, um, uh, you know, Lyris is just like, she's just there. And I think that's my problem with her as a a character. She's just like, yeah, you know what? You go do this. I'm going to go over here. Like, hey, you know what? It's cool. I'm just, I almost feel like she's like just the token female character of the companions. Like, she can't even step up to the plate. But Savannah's definitely, I mean, she's the person that has to she has to kill her father because she has to have the closure. She has to save the kingdom because it's like the setup for maybe she becomes the ruler, maybe not. So I think it was nicely done. I feel
0: like when you I think, it, oh, sorry, I was just gonna say it, if, when you talk about Lyris there being like the token female, I thought of her more as the token grunt soldier. Like there, she doesn't really have a lot of those like yeah. feminine roles. It's more of like the oh, this is the guy that's gonna like hold <laughs> the line while you go do the quests. Like that's always the kind of vibe I got which they kind of they kept.
2: kind of felt like they probably started with the we kind of want to redo uh, the year of the dragon but put uh, Lyris in both Size and Admiral Thurm's part which I, I feel like maybe they spread out her story a bit more than is going to be ideal we don't we still don't know how The rest of the year is going to go, uh, mind you. Uh, Maybe Laris will be in the next one, and she's super awesome the whole time. And we're going like, yeah, Laris is my favorite now. But well, that's I I kind of want to put that as a gripe, but then I want like that's more of a question. It's just a pure we don't know yet. Uh, like this this story isn't done Mm -hmm. as of now.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the probably I think we've covered basically the main story there's not too much that we've left out you go you find a what avron looks well,
2: angry well we didn't even start, start to talk about uh, the gray host
0: true we didn't talk about what the gray host does. so why don't you okay. which that is, is kind of, of uh
2: that's a good it's lore kind of chunk. hard to talk about the gray host i think uh, uh i didn't mean to cut you off avron go ahead
1: no, I'm excited. I think me and Sidrathe we were talking about this earlier. It's just, it's the good, juicy. I mean, there's a lot of little hidden, juicy, good lore bits for us lore nerds, but I think The Grey Host is really interesting. And I like that the plot line kind of doesn't come right out and be like, oh, hey, this is what The Grey Host Yeah, kind you have of, like, to dig builds. for it it builds uh, and you really have to if you read the no, like the books yeah. and the notes and everything in between you get such a nice picture and then you're like oh and it it doesn't really come as a surprise
2: they didn't have any uh, motive rant like uh for those who don't know the gray host are re- kind of rebelling against Moloch ball they're trying to f- free their friends who are <laughs> stuck in Cold Harbor by sacrificing humans uh souls as kind of like a how would you describe it like a Offering, and then they get the soul of their friend out. Like, that's their motive. That's, uh, what? What, uh... I, I, I forget the rest of his name. Uh, King Rada something?
4: Radha
2: Alciron. Uh, The guy with the really nasty nails.
0: That's him. <laughs> that's him. Uh,
2: th- th- that's nails what he's head. after, and... He's kind of formed, like, a familiar group with uh, the main baddies. uh But... They don't care about you. Like, they weren't uh, antagonizing you directly. Like, you were... It's very different from uh, some of the other zones where they're deliberately going after you. They're attacking you or your friends. No, they're just doing their own thing. They had their own plan, and you were completely in their way. They're trying to... Uh, Red- Uh, even didn't try to fight you. He ran as far away from this as possible uh, the moment everything went uh, bad for them.
0: So, so, before we go too much further, I want Avron and Sidrethi, since you guys were literally talking about it, yeah. do you want to explain for everybody, who may not have been digging into it as much, what the Grey Host actually is?
4: Sure. Um, yeah, the Redguard lore has always been kind of interesting, and I liked how um, the gray hosts, uh they were originally under a king's Rick? I can't remember how to pronounce his name, Strix, uh, something. But um, they had, like, been whaling a lot of the areas around Hammerfell, and they had eventually re- reached Bankreich Heap uh, until St. Pellin uh, essentially sacrificed himself to allow uh, their defeat. And since that time, they had been... Uh, King Strix kind of signed a pact with Molag Bal that kind of kept them there. And Radha al Aran basically has brought back the Grey Host because he had a lot of brothers, well, si- siblings in arms that were in the Grey Host itself, and he felt pity for them that they're kind of stuck with Molag Ball. So that's kind of his deal with trying to uh, trying to take advantage of these Harrowstorms to exchange the souls to uh, release his siblings in arms from a Molag Ball. And so I thought that was kind of interesting, because he was also mentioned kind of, like, very briefly, and you kind of had to look for it in the base game itself, at Lecky's Blade. Um, there's actually just an NPC there named Rahama, and she actually tells you a story about Radha al Saran, who fought one of Lecky's kind of uh, aspects. And he fought for three days and managed to finally defeat it. Uh, and that was just kind of the story for that, and it created the shrine and the purest oasis so I thought that was kind of really cool that it's yeah. just like a little just thing that you had to look for and You could've missed in. it
0: if you didn't actually like think about it.
4: Yeah, and then he shows up as one of the main antagonists of Grey uh Greymoor. so that's kinda of interesting. Mm-hmm. And he's a vampire yeah. lord now.
1: Yeah. So why not, Reed? But I, and the way that like it kind of builds off the quest, you get an unhallowed grave where you know you get introduced to it's the Pyre Watch, I think it's is the name of the Red Guards that
4: yeah
1: are like pretty much guarding right all of the reliquaries and and everything and you know when I first did that dungeon the first time I was like I have no idea what's going on here so like cool I saved the day I guess. Um, and then you get to Graymore and you're like, oh, like, I totally understand why we went and did that. And I think that's really good. And personally, I want more Redguard lore. Yeah. So I'm always a big fan of that. But even, like, finding Sudrethi pointing out that little base game connection, it's like, ooh. Yeah. You know, like, it's it was there. And I think that was a really well-executed build off of already great and established lore because there's so much good stuff in... Elder Scrolls Online that you know we don't get a lot of experience with in the single player. so and like I feel like I yeah we don't good.
0: we don't see that enough the callbacks to the different pre-game zones or what's happening like we have like the little thing about like Lyra's talking about Psy I mean like a just kind of like brushes it off but that was actually like a hey because of this thing that happened this is now happening yeah, it's really cool. I like that they did
1: that. Yeah, and the implications, I guess, for what happens in the future is kind of interesting too. Because when you meet, and I can't even remember the NPC's name, um, the the woman in, who's pretty much says like, "Hey, I'm the last guardian of this place. Like, there are no more." And you think like, "Oh, like, well, what happens after that to all you know the reliquaries and everything else? And do they just get forgotten? Do they all get taken out for you know graymore? <laughs> like, so what happens next will be really interesting to see."
0: Yeah. So that, okay, that probably brings me a little bit to the next thing. Where do we think this is going next? Because I. You have to chase (laughs) Rada. I know, but like, straight up, because like they kind of hinted at a couple little things. Like, we have to go after that guy, but what's his, what's going to happen? Like, where are we going from there? We we know that Fenorian is going to. (laughs) You have to get his potions for him and get all the ingredients that we're going to be looking for. We know that's going to be a big part of it, but like. We assume that it's going to be reachman based.
1: I hope the talk goes right. I would love to go back to Makars. I think that would just be a really that great would be Zon. really it's cool. Actually mentioned Markarth, yeah. in Western Skyrim, so that was kind of my hope. I, thought, oh, I would love to see that in the early days. Plus, you know, you get to build off a little bit more of that good juicy Dwemer stuff. So I think that would be yeah, be interesting. So that's
0: yeah. Good. There's
3: also the one dungeon with the or yeah, one of the um starting Dungeons
0: had, like, the Hagravens. Yeah. Yes.
1: So, I, I think that the Cure is going to be a lesser story into the conclusion. I think that'll tie in, but I don't think, like, that's definitely going to be the main story. No, focus. I think that'll be
2: a little bit no. of it. Uh, I think the... I definitely think the main story's going to mark Earth. Like, the main ally, um, mortal-wise, for uh, the Greyhose was... It's the Reach men who currently roll the Reach, so I'm ninety nine percent sure it's going to be Markarth. I'll be surprised if it's not.
0: So what my thought was is I'm wondering if it will be a little bit different, and that's not actually going to be the main objective. That's going to be a big part of it, but I wonder if the unification of Skyrim is going to be a little bit more part of it with, uh, with like. Jorun coming in and like starting to do that so if it's like a, we're going to be doing this but there's this whole other side plot going or this other that's more of like a side plot that we need to fight the big bad guys but then they're actually going to be talking more about like what is actually happening to Skyrim now that the king of western Skyrim is dead
1: I'll be interested oh go ahead Alar
3: Yeah, I was going to say that the uh, quest kind of seem to be hinted at when like Savannah met um, Yorn. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they they do say they'll have to do a move, but I wonder if they'll build off some of the, the Reach lore, because you have that whole quest with um, in Carthwatch, where you go and rescue, you know, what is her name, Bjorn, and you find out she was like, oh, she was a Reach pr- uh, princess, right, or something, and she talks about this prophecy that's related to the Grey Host, but, like, that's all that ever comes out of it, so... I thought like, wow, that would be such a great place to build off of, but I don't know if that's just like me nitpicking at something really interesting or just like, ooh. Yeah. But I thought that was really interesting.
0: Yeah, we know they're going to go and deal with um, chasing him and that's going to be fine, but it's going to be... I'm curious if that's going to be like... Again, maybe we will get our M. Night Shyamalan twist of the like, hey, that's just part of it and there's something bigger going on here.
2: Are they bringing Moloch Bull back into the story I- kind of seems like that's an option
0: potentially <laughs> i i think i can't see them doing that just for the sole molog balled out like from the main quest <laughs> but maybe yeah, yeah uh, anybody else have any other thoughts on what they think we're going for next
4: it's not Markarth. Uh, I'm wondering if they might expand back into, back towards Hammerfell again, maybe? Like, Skaven and a lot of those other towns that are around there, or possibly, I don't know, if they, the Greyhost might have like some sort of secret base in the middle of the deserts areas of uh, Hammerfell that we might explore, or if they're just going to leave that whole area blank because the cities are coastal on there.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because I, yeah, I guess that's, yeah, that's the other question of what part of the map are they going to fill out? They've got a big chunk that they could go into.
1: Give yeah, us Hammerfell eventually, jeez,
0: Feel like we're not going to see Hammerfell filled out for a little while still.
2: I don't. I f- have a. I, I have, have a, have a hunch and suspicion. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: I mean, I'll settle for skinhead, but you know
3: that's skin that's red getting, red getting out, way ahead of Greymore story.
0: Yeah, that's going to the next
3: level. Well, it's going to be Oblivion's uh, 15th anniversary next year. Who
0: knows? Yeah. But it's also Skyrim's 10th next year as well.
3: But they just did Skyrim.
0: I know, but maybe we're getting a double <laughs> dose. They're going to be like, you thought you got enough of Greymore, but we called it Greymoor so that next year we can call it Skyrim.
4: Greymoor special edition.
0: Yeah, the very special. <laughs> Greymore. very They'll special They'll fix the map
2: and uh, Winterhold will finally be on it. Oh, I'd it's love just, to see second era Winterhold. After. I
0: would also love to see Winterhold.
2: Uh, and that's legitimately a good idea.
3: Yeah. Fix the map. Oh, it's so off right now. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then for, for
2: those, those who, who don't know what we're talking, we're talking about, about oh, uh, this, right. is this is the map, map of, of uh, uh, Tamriel in ESO. ESO. This, this is uh, where they put Eastmarch. You might, might notice Windhelm, Windhelm is at is the top, where Winterhold is, is. Winterhold Winterhold is up here. here. East March is like, like down, down here. here. Also, they annexed the part, oh, part of Morrowind. To, uh, I, think I think this, this is uh, p- p- the side with Blacklight. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that apparently just doesn't, doesn't exist, exist anymore. anymore. It, it's the absolute worst area of the map. It's very broken. broken. It's very not, it's, it's not, not how it's, it's supposed to be, to be in the lore at all.
0: I always fall back to making maps is hard. And if you even look at current maps we have of the world right now, so many of them aren't accurate because it's very yeah. hard to put a globe on a flat surface. So I give them a break on maps, not being accurate.
3: Yeah. And they like, uh, when the Marwan Day expansion came out, they redid like what Varn felt like, so. Maybe.
4: If they introduce areas like Leowin and all that, they'll probably expand the Niben Bay and the river that kind of goes down through there that's not really shown.
2: I, I would very much like for them to finish up with uh, the unused Hyruled zones. I, I very much want that.
0: Yeah. Now I'm trying to remember. Elsewhere, we didn't really have any Greymore hints at this point in the chapter. The, all the kind of gray, or the, all the Skyrim hints came from Dragonhold. I don't think we had any. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think we could even start to speculate on what will be for the next.
2: I'm uh I I think we all need to speculate now since you challenged us. My guess is they're uh doing 15th anniversary cereals stuff.
4: Yeah. I think that would be really fun.
1: They can go anywhere they want, I will still be excited, honestly. <laughs> I have enjoyed this game for so many years that nothing can make me not. I would love to see more cerebells. Nothing but, could
0: make you not?
1: Listen, anything that they do at this point, I'd be like, oh yeah, this is great. Like I still enjoy it.
0: Okay. I'm still playing. Next chapter this game. <laughs> the Dweamer Come Back and The Dweamer. Yeah, the Dwe- <laughs> the Dweemer. The Dwemer Come Back as Dweebs. That's why they're dweevers <laughs> now. And they have actually transported you into a future version of Tamriel where there are laser pistols and um, it's like a, it's a steampunk laser pistol fighting game now.
1: It's the Coda. Yeah. I'm excited. This
0: is Kirkbride stuff.
4: What's going on?
1: Hey, you actually get a little taste of that, because if you run into, what is his name, Theodos Cosma, he's like, you're the one that asked all the questions. I wasn't ready for you. And I'm like, are you like a hint at like the developers like taking shots? Oh, like, right. That's yeah. Funny. I love that the guy. Travel. He's so yeah. good. So good. My cat likes him too, apparently.
0: I love that. Yeah. You have the same thing that my cat has whenever I was streaming. Until, like, recently. When I started, like, working from my office, I was like, oh, you're in here? Okay, I'm going to be in here all the time, too, because you're talking.
1: <laughs> he's he's usually not this excited, but I think he sees people now. Yeah. And, you know, with this whole, like, hey, we live at work at home thing, he's like, oh, there's people yeah. out there. i got to find
0: out what's going on. Awesome.
2: He's, here, he, he's hearing you speak, and they they just think you've gone mad.
0: <laughs> you're just talking to your screen now. Talk to me. Yeah, Feed me. I mean, I do that all <laughs> the time. <laughs> That's fair.
2: They're worried about their food source.
1: No, I'll be so excited to see where we go next. We have yeah. so much of them. There's so
0: much still to go. So
4: yeah,
1: I will. I will be happy to be done with vampires. I think I'm not super sold on vampires, but I really just, I don't know. I like to see how they end this story. I really like the whole year-long stories. I think those are really nice, and I really enjoy. Like I just, uh, I love it, and I can't wait for the next dungeons. Just give me more dungeons. Yeah, we have
0: that. That'll be the next DLC coming up. So awesome. Well, unless is there anything else you guys want to call out uh, from the story before we sign off for the night? We're going a pretty little bit late tonight, but nothing. Well, awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us as we spoiled much of the Graymoor story for you if you hadn't already heard it. But we had a lot of blast. It was very good to have Avron and Sadrethi on for the first time. I hope you guys will come back and join us again. And as always, it's nice to have AKB and Alara. Don't worry, I still appreciate you guys because <laughs> you stick it out with me. Um, but yeah, that's, I hope you guys come back again soon and we get another yeah. chance to talk to you.
4: Yeah, thanks, thanks for, having for having us. Thanks for having us
0: well and on behalf of myself and the rest of the uesp staff i want to thank everybody who tuned in with us tonight that we uh had a lot of chats a lot of fun a lot of adventure discussions and we hope that you guys will have some fantastic adventures in Nern yourself goodbye everybody
2: spoilers this is the third time the northern watch ritual site has broken on stream for us